0: Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM Chadwick's Kilkenny, supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City Sport on 88.7 FM
1: a very good evening you're very welcome to Sunday evening talk sport and plenty of drama today in the Alliance Hurling League in Kenny and Wexford in Nolan Park finishing all square at 2.16 apiece we'll be uh, visiting that with a bit of detail reports and uh, after match interviews and uh, we'll get reaction as well we'll be talking to um Richie Power Sr. about that a little bit later on as well. Also, the National Camogie League. Uh, Kilkenny played Wexford yesterday, losing out in that one. And uh, we'll give you all the day's results as well. And, of course, local soccer. And uh, the Dublin Racing Festival as well. All to come here on the programme. All between now and seven. We'll give you a bit of drama anyway that happened the last few minutes as uh, report, we, we went over and back with our reports uh, in the afternoon. TJ Mills uh, over and back to uh, Nicky Brennan and Kelly O'Rourke as the game developed, particularly in the closing stages with penalties
0: and goals and all sorts. This is how it sounded. Chadwick's sponsoring the Sunday evening talk sport on CRKC 88.7 FM. Another free from Billy Brennan.
2: I think there's a couple of more changes. We're actually going to bring on the sub, not sure who it is.
3: But a big moment here, Nikki, Kilkenny penalty. Yes, I Billy Drummond bears it in the back of the net. He bounces about
2: two yards out to the goal and very well put away. It puts Kilkenny into a 114 That's a 11 lead. Yes, and we're now on to 62nd minute. There's about eight minutes left, but you can probably add four or five minutes, i say, for injury time. It's now and the ball, going in long. So has this one going in? It's gone in and gone over the ball. So, uh, not actually sure who got that yet. We'll get uh, somebody on it, but it's 1.15 to 1.14. It's a two-point game in favour. It's a one-point game, I should say, in favour of Kilkenny. 62 and a half minutes gone. Name Kelly Rook, this is tightening up, guys. Nice.
3: It's all to play for, Nicky. One-point game. I mean, Kenny, they came back through that Billy Drennan penalty, but that's almost driven Wexford on over the last few minutes. They've scored the last two points, three out of the last four, and they just seem to be winning all the areas. There has been some very good individual plays from Kilkenny. Well, actually,
2: it's 1.16 apiece, but Kilkenny have another penalty. The uh, Wexford, um, Shane Reck, I think it's called, Damien Reck, hauled down Billy Ryan, who got set up by uh, Billy Drennan. Billy Drennan is going to take this penalty, and let's see when he put it into the back of the net, because this could be the defining score, Liam Kelly Rook, in this game. Very much
3: talk about an impact sub maybe you could question his impact but he's gotten two penalties he converted the first this is the second opportunity and he's gotten two or three points from general play as well uh, or from freeze I should say so he's definitely earned his strike. and out in the back of the net another exact same spot the goalie didn't, uh, didn't remember her the last one went no Mark Fanning with no chance they're well converted by Billy Drennan but I have to say not before time Wexford with the last four points on the bounce Kilkenny were under the cosh Wexford playing with all the energy and I suppose difference right throughout the match. Yes, we've been critical. Wexford have overplayed the ball, but also at times they've had that spare man at the edge of the 45 or wherever they may be maybe, ready to sweep up the ball and convert scores. But all to play for now, Nicky. Yes, it is. And we're heading in this, gone into injury time. And in there's three minutes of injury time. We're like actually running through with Seamus Casey.
2: Uh, gets the ball. Who has it now? It's uh, one of the... It's, 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 it's uh, Shane Rick with the ball.
3: It's going to be lots of balls being tossed around the square. I have to say Derek are was in the great shift at fullback back today. I was impressed by him. Yeah, I think he's done very well i always associate Ara as a wing back but he's settled into the role very well and he's not done himself any harm here go Kilkenny he? Mullen it was uh, Cody
2: to Mullen Cody Mullen looks back sending it across back to Cody this should be a point for on Cody will he look up, up and turn he's uh, switching across here to this side of the field to Billy Ryan Billy has been generally quite in this match he's going to, he hits one with a, a right handed shot it's not going anywhere went from the ball to uh, clear that ball up here on my right hand side but Colin Foley has lost the ball he sends it back to uh, Mark Fanning Mark Fanning switches it out uh, to the number 26 that's uh, Shane Rick. Shane Reck sends the ball down, now it's down long, can he have to defend now in Ayrshire and a it to Wexel. A ground shot, a brilliant oh, yeah, save! It's a goal! It's a goal for Westford. A brilliant save for Keen Burn. Put into the back of the net, the number seventeen. Keane Burn. But a rare in Holland. A ground shot. It's in there um, by Keane Burn. That Keen Burn put into the back of the net. I'm not sure who actually finished it, but it was a goal. It's a goal for Westford. And the side are now level two-sixteen apiece here in UPMC Noland Park. The ball is over there, me. who has the ball? Nobody has it. It's on the ground. If the ref was a smart man now, he simply blow the whistle and call for full-time. But what is he doing? I think he's yeah. after listen to me, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's after calling full-time. Two goals and 16 points apiece.
1: Yeah, the ref was a smart man at 2.16
0: apiece is the report on the match. Chadwick's sponsoring Sunday Evening Talk Sport on CRKC 88.7 FM. Kilkenny and Wexford shared the league points
2: this afternoon in UPMC Nolan Park in the opening round of the 2024 Alliance National Hurling League. A draw was perhaps a fair outcome of a game that struggled to excite the 8,824 attendance in the opening half but the closing stages brought plenty of drama. Kilkenny enjoyed the advantage of the stiff breeze in the opening half and an interval lead of four pints did not look adequate, with the wind in the players' faces in the second half. Two early-pointed frees from Owen Cody settled Kilkenny, but all through the opening half, the Cats struggled for scores from play. By the tenth minute, the sides were level, with Lee Chin from a free and Kevin Foley pointing for the Sladysiders. Four unanswered pints for Kilkenny at the end of the first quarter from Mossy Cone, Kilkenny's first score from play in the 15th minute, and three from Owen Cody, two frees and a 65. Saw the home side ahead, six pints to two on 21 minutes. James Burden briefly halted the Kilkenny momentum with a Wexford pint, with Owen Cody responding for Kilkenny with another pint at free and Billy Ryan getting the home side's second pint from play. Kilkenny never threatened the Wexford goal with Mark Fanning having a very comfortable first half. In injury time, Lee Chin pointed his second free while Seamus Casey added another pint for Wexford. Adrian Mullen finished the first half scoring when he slipped away from his marker to pick up an excellent pass from Owen Cody to land a pint. But as the teams trekked off at the interval, the question in all Kilkenny supporters' minds... Was would four points be a sufficient lead? Keen Kenny, industrious all through the game until he tired in the closing stages, pointed for the home side immediately on the resumption when set up by debutant Harry Shine. The margin still stood at five points when Lee Chena Free and another Kennedy debutant Kevin Blanchfield exchanged points. A strong spell from Wexford towards the end of the third quarter saw the margin back to the minimum. Full back Conor Foley, normally accustomed to playing his top hurling out the field, scored a superb point with further white flags coming from Corey Dunbar Byrne. Lee a free and Keane Malai who was outstanding at midfield for the Slaneysiders. Owen Cody pushed the margin out to two points with a pint from play but almost immediately Kilkenny had a big let off. Sub Shane Reck flashed the low ball across the goal but full forward Richie Lawler failed to control it. Had he gained possession a goal was a real possibility. Another Wexford point from Keane Malai brought the margin once again back to the minimum and now the drama was really starting. Seamus Casey bagged the first goal in 49 minutes to see Wexford lead by two points. Questions were now being asked of Kilkenny. Billy Drennan was introduced and he immediately took over the free-taking duties from own Cody. That was a bit of a surprise as Cody was doing well with the place balls, but Drennan's superb finishing was crucial in Kilkenny taking something from this game. He landed two points to tie the game on 52 minutes, and four minutes later he buried a penalty after Martin Keown had been upended. The momentum was now with Kilkenny, but aside from another Billy Drennan pointed free, Wexford responded impressively with points from Keane Borden, Seamus Casey, Conor Foley, and two from sub, Tomás Kinsella to retake the lead by a point. Adrian Mullen tied the game and as injury time loomed, Kilkenny were awarded another penalty after Billy Ryan was illegally tackled as he headed towards the Wexford goal. Billy Drennan again buried the ball to see Kilkenny lead by three points. Now could the home side hold out? They couldn't as Keane Borden managed to get the ball over the line after Owen Murphy had brilliantly saved a blistering round shot from Lee Chin. Overall, Kilkenny will be the more disappointed at not taking the two league points on offer. Darragh Corknet fullback excelled, while Jordan Malai can be very pleased with his first start. In the circumstances, Wexford were delighted and relieved to have left UPMC Nolan Park with a share of the spiles. On reflection, Kilkenny will know that a 7-point return from play was not adequate, and the Cats have much to ponder as they head to Porky on Saturday evening next to play Cork in the second round. Final score from UPMC Nolan Park, Kilkenny 2-16, Wexford 2-16.
0: Chadwick's Kilkenny, supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City Sport on 88.7 FM.
1: Right, so Kilkenny head to Cork next week, and Cork might have a bit to ponder as well as they lost to Clare, 125 219 down in Ennis. Derek Ling gave this reaction after the game. Derek, happy with a point. It, it looked like we had three in the bag there till that last goal, but it was
2: competitive all through.
4: Yeah, it was competitive. I suppose you, you have a free at the end just to, you know, get over the line. Um, and to Abiddy, who's after scoring the two, you know, the two penalties took him very well. So overall, maybe it was a fair result. I'm disappointed, obviously, we didn't get the win. But, um, you know, kind of just a little bit frustrated, And you know, in terms of coughing up some of the scores that we did. But um, look, I'm conscious that it's it's still early days. And, um, you know, really, you know, we'd be hoping that that aspect of it improves. In the first half, uh, with, uh, with, with the wind, we only landed
2: about uh, three points in play. That probably is the period that will most disappoint you. Absolutely, yeah.
4: No, I thought we were, our play was much better in the second half. Look, I think we were overthinking in the first half. We had the wind. I didn't think we were using it well, to be honest. Um, we need to be getting, you know, ball in faster to the forwards. Um, I think, you know, when you have the wind, you need to use it like that. And, and we had scoring opportunities as well that we didn't take, so look at it again these are things that you'll hope to improve on um, I'd have to you know applaud the, the players effort in the second half because it looked like obviously the wind they got the goal they were three points up but we fought our way back into it and you know at different stages we're leading then but uh, just look at a little bit disappointed obviously not to win it in the end we short character on the second half at times because we actually did look with the wind that had momentum but we, we picked them back and uh, we did look as we had it come into the home straight yeah we did that's the most that's the pleasing part uh, you know they kept Kept working away Fought their way into the game Because a lot of, a lot of them Weren't in the game To be, to be fair at that stage So um, that was a positive um, I suppose when you get Three points up You know a few minutes to go You like to see it out um, But it was a competitive game Will improve um, Disappointed we didn't get the win But you know Wexford Wexford probably Would feel that they deserved it as well They, they played a very good game uh, Derek Harkin at full back looked, uh, looked quite comfortable in there I thought he played solid there So he's creating options for you With still to come back yeah, he is. Look, Dara had a good club campaign there and, you know, we've looked at him centre-back as well and he's going well and, look, backs need to be versatile now. You can find yourself out the field or inside in a full-back lane. So, look, Dara needs to, you know, keep the head down and work it away but, uh, you know, he's doing that. It oh, was a big day for debutants. I think Jordan Malay can feel happy with his performance. Yeah, for sure and it's, it's a big, it was a big day for him, obviously, and he did well um, and, you know, I think there's more in Jordan as well. So, I think all these lads that play today will, will hopefully sharpen up the next few weeks. Just uh, taking uh, Owen Cody off the freeze and Billy onto the freeze, is that uh, any reason behind that? No, not necessarily. And look, at the, the players themselves on the field, they, they made that call as well. And um, look, Billy is fresh coming into it as well. And sometimes when you're out the field, you're working hard. Uh, somebody fresh to take that, you know, the free-taking duties off you can help as well. And look, to be fair to Billy, I think I don't, you got 2-1 or 2-2 two two from freeze, you know. And 2-3, yeah. So look, um, you know, unfortunately with the last one, but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say anything... For for that against the wind was a difficulty.
2: Absolutely. now next weekend uh, will the Lachlan Gels trio uh,
4: Paddy Pugh and Mikey Butler will they be available for next weekend? Uh, we'll see during the week. Trying to be you know mindful of of um, the year that they've just had as well, and they've had a lot of work, a lot of hurling obviously in the last 12 months. So um, you know we'll we'll see how that goes during the week.
5: Derek, spoke about the positives. The positives being the character, the spirit shown in the second half. Little negative, seven points from the play. I suppose that's a little concern. We need to get more scores, don't we?
4: Yeah, I thought, um, I'm not looking, I'll, I'll find out more later on now, but we had a lot of ways in the first half in particular, I didn't think, yeah, yeah, and you know some of them were easy chances, relatively easy chances you need to be putting, it, putting away. Um, look, at times, player probably overthink it a little bit, you know, an extra pass when it wasn't needed, instead of just, you know, being direct and go from the score, and that comes down to maybe a bit of confidence as well, and, um, you know, I'm conscious that... Oh, and it's it's look. It's my responsibility as well. I wouldn't be putting blame on Paris at all because I know the work that we've done. A lot of it in the last few weeks. I would have mentioned that you know even after the last Welsh Cup match, we've been you know relatively hurling for two or three weeks, and uh, we lost a week of weather in that. So we will sharpen up. We will get better, and um, you know I'll be hoping that our conversion rate then
5: is is much better. To be fair, you mentioned in the first half when we did have the wind. We weren't getting the ball into the full forward line yet. In the second half, we did get the two penalties. Yeah. So, you know, the wind didn't, make, have, didn't have a significant part to play. So, I suppose to be fair to our forwards, the second half, they did perform better.
4: Yeah, no, definitely. Look, we're, I think we're more measured in the second half. And at the same time, look, we had a few mistakes, obviously. And um, But I think there was a bit more purpose to us, a bit more direct. Um, sometimes when you're playing with the wind, yeah, you need to, you know, let, let the ball do the work sometimes and let it in faster and um, ask different questions of. The opposition. We didn't do that enough in the first half. Yeah, You've
0: been disappointed.
4: You gave me the initiative with that first goal there. Ah yeah, no. It, it, yeah. It, look, it's not one you like to concede, but um, look, there's nothing you can do. We, I thought we dusted ourselves off pretty well, and you know, got back into it and showed a lot of showed a lot of character against the win at that stage. It would have been easy, kind of all the momentum was at Wexford, but I thought we fought back well, so that's that's pleasing
1: the second goal in particular cuz Billy's second penalty put your head in stoppage time was an iron kind of to let them in so quickly after that. Uh, of course
4: it was yeah you like to be closing out the game at that stage and um you know really you know that's that's what you need to be uh that's what we need to be doing but look Wexford and fairness, they were asking questions of us too and you know
0: the credit goes to them as well. Chadwick's sponsoring Sunday evening Talk sport on CRKC 88.7 FM.
2: Kate, uh, seeing this as a, a point gained or a point lost, how are you looking at it? was a, a, a fantastic comeback, given that Kilkenny seemed to have it coming into the dying moment.
6: Yeah, I suppose looking at it, Nicky, I would have thought that when the pass penalty went in as a point gained to be honest with you you're coming down the, the home straight and you're, you're trailing three to Kilkenny you know when that ball goes in very I was very happy I thought the last three now was a little bit questionable alright and I thought we might have got a little bit of a play off that but uh in fairness to Billy Drenny he does a favour
2: so you, had, you played very uh, certainly yourselves you worked very hard all through the game you were playing the short game against the wind it broke down times you said that to us the last day these things are something you have to work on but you've got a fair shift of a lot of your players there and they're not the physically the biggest guys on the field
6: no not the biggest of players but they're plenty hard I suppose that's the biggest thing for me and we can, we can work on everything else but if you haven't got the hard it's hard to, it's hard to go isn't it uh, you know, but look, I, I couldn't speak highly about the lads, the effort they're putting in, and the work rate they're putting on the field. The, the things weren't going for us in the first half. I know we're playing against the Breeze, but Kilkenny could have went in six or seven up and it would have been a different story, a bigger fight. But, you know, we were, we were four down. Uh, we knew we had a lot of work to do, but we knew we had a Breeze coming out as well and it's not going to win a game for you. But uh, the fought the second half. But you good.
2: did very well the to hold Kilkenny to four, three points from playing the first half against that strong green. That's a fair character in any team.
6: No, it's good. It's good defensive play, all right. But i, I like to get the free count on the two, uh, I think. I think uh, Keown missed probably two or three frees. Maybe I'm wrong. You can correct me on that. But the free count is high. One, Did he? I thought to, to, maybe two, tail. but uh, yeah, I, uh, look, I've uh, a bunch of backs there now that there's, there's three of them came through the 20s with me the last two years and, you know, they're, they're making a fair step up now at the minute and... Uh, I, I please God they keep pushing and, and can hold their position for championship See a full back going down and grabbing a brace of pints in a match that's a fairly impressive play by anybody It is when I'm and go back the other way It is, uh, it is, yeah uh, Look, Connor plays out the field with his club he plays middle of the field, he played half-forward as well he, he knows where the posts are, he can't stop him shooting and training either but uh, uh, and in fairness to him, he's doing savage defending at the other end too, you know where he's meant to be doing it he's holding the square, he's, he's, he's really grown into the role now over the last couple of weeks now you'll have to obviously have words
2: with the backs you can't get away with conceding penalties just like that today it happened but they'll just have to be a little bit more disciplined in future
6: Yeah and I suppose it must be happy when I talk to yourself we got a two men sent off the last day as well and we had a black card came out as well today and I think it was a yellow and a black and a red I think it came after it but look yeah I'll be talking to him. it's still winter Hurling uh, we've a lot to sharpen up on uh, Hurling was a little bit sloppy in the first half as well and Discipline is a big thing, yeah, and you're just not going to get away with it. And you had the likes of TJ, hit and freeze again. Yeah. You, you was only too well that he'd always punish you, no matter how far the distance is out.
2: You have a few lads to come back, Matthew and uh, MacDonald, a few more like that. Where are they in the, in the line of things?
6: Yeah, the, as, I, as I keep saying, the, the the injury ward is getting lower every week, thank God. But we still have a couple in it that we want to... To get back right, it's a couple of weeks off. Uh, the majority of them are a couple of weeks off. we got Shane Rick and Simon Dunahou back in today who come out our ward, and you know, the bit of game time into them is good. And you know, they might see a little bit more next weekend. And I think by the middle of the league, we should have the you know, likes of Liam Ryan, Roy O'Connor, Matthew O'Hanlon, Conor McDonald, uh, all sort of scene, a bit of game time.
5: That must be pleasing considering you held any to seven points from play. In northern park has to be a point gain surely
6: oh massive oh geez yeah any day any day we come up here and they come out with a point uh, and especially the way it was and the caliber the forwards that like Kilkenny had out today as well you know i know Kilkenny are short a few as well uh, don't get me wrong but uh, delighted with the setbacks and the job they have done it's you know the next time we meet now is is a sort of a winner take all in championship uh, you know we sort of all later cars on the table but i think come come that time in April or May whenever it is I think there'll be a different set of 15 finishing the match anyway Yeah,
5: well, can he start with 8 of the All-Ireland team so you must be happy because it looked like you might have only had four last year's
6: team but you're getting some bounce out of them young lads getting a great bounce so yeah but I suppose it's, I'll go back to what I said at the very start it's the character that they're showing it's the heart that they're showing and it's the one thing I'll always say to them as long as you're coming and going You know, you're really going at it you know, I won't give out, and and you know to the, letter of the law, they are doing that. Little bit slow at times in the first half, a few of them, but you know they got the groups in the second half and they really came again for me. National league structure
5: this year means that players have to, our teams have to win games. With a minute to go, you could see you jumping and leaping and on the, the sideline, you'd know it meant something to Exford and winning and getting the point up here or two even.
6: Yeah, well, I don't think I was jumping and shouting about any of the scores. I think yeah. I was jumping and shouting about some of the decisions on the yeah. field. Uh, you know, I think that was the big thing to get from it. Derek Ling was hot down the far side as well, but, you know, you want to get to win. We're competitive. Like, we all hurled, we all know about the game. We all want to win no matter what yeah. it is. You know, if you're playing a game of cars and the bus coming up, you want to win it. It's as simple as that. And th- that's just inner nature. And, you know, and I just want the lads to bring that to the field when they come. And it's, I suppose, the biggest thing I was jumping about was the two last decisions. Uh, I, I, do, I don't know. Look, I need to look back on myself. I can't. Uh, like, the ref is there and he's seen what he can see from his angle. I'm seeing what I see from my angle. You know, and it's, it's not an easy thing, ref, either. But, you know, look, delighted with the pint. And I suppose that's the, that's the moral of the story. We came out Kilkenny with a point, uh, playing a good Kilkenny side. You know, there's enough to build on now, again, now for next weekend. We play off in Chadwick's Extra Power. Good stuff. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, Keith.
0: Thank you. Thanks. Chadwick's Kilkenny on Commuter Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM for top class sport. Chadwick's Kilkenny Supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City Sport on 88.7 FM
1: OK and we're still talking hurling uh, Richie Power what you make of today's game?
0: Yeah
7: Pat I really enjoyed it Pat before we start I'd, I'd just like to, to uh, send our sincere sympathies to the O'Neill family in Portsdown and the Holden family in Valley Hill, uh on the, on the passing of Ollie and Jimmy you know two brilliant GA fa- families and you know may, may both rest in peace Um. Look, at it. I, I enjoyed the game, Pat. Um, great crowd, you know. It, there was a bit of a, you know, the second half in particular, like there was a bit of excitement in it. Um, look at it, for the game, I thought we had, we had put ourselves in a position to win it on two occasions, midway through the second half. But we just didn't, um, you know, we didn't pull the trigger and, and go on and win it. And Wichita uh, would probably come out with a lot more happier than ourselves. Um, they got four, four up there, two sixteen came from free's. So they scored two twelve from play, where we got two nine from frees. We got seven from play. So, you know that is a that is a worry. That is a worry. But, you know, I thought Daryl Cochran did well pull back. You know, uh, Jordan Malloy did very well wing back. Uh, Connor Heary, you know, at times, you know, I would be the time for this lad. Uh, you know, he's a lad now that could make a ten or twelve. You know, he's able to to play that position very very well. You know, so look, no, it's the early. It's the early pass. It's the early. You know, to push around the league, but. You know,
1: it was probably a game that we should have won and, you know, might need it as as the league go on. Uh, Right, and of course, the first half, we had seven wides and, like, you know, it was two pints apiece after 15 minutes. So, you know, that was... It wasn't really until um, Wexford got the goal that uh, the game, if you like, woke up and Kilkenny really started hurling. we're probably not... We're not... not,
7: um, we're not killing enough up front like, you know, we're we're we showing patches of brilliance and then we just go missing like. Um you know, like intercounty holding like you have to be crafting, you have to be working, you have to be creating chances and you know, some of our players, that, I don't know, you know, they they can they can produce a, a, a minute of brilliance. But then you know, you're looking around to know where they're gone, you know, so you know, that's something that we need to work on. But like seven points over seventy minutes out of play it's, it's it's not it's not enough, Pat. At that level, like it's not enough. Um, it's you know it's but you know, in fairness, the couple of has got their chances today. And and you know, if Derek Corkin, you know, can come next Saturday night above in Cork, and no bigger place, no bigger challenge than, and can come with a big performance at number three, I think I think it'll give Derek great options. You know, with you, You know, you can look at him at six or or, or whatever, but. Look, it's a big game next Saturday night, though, and this will be a real challenge, I think.
1: Yeah, and Corkos, uh, they're come up and sin uh, Ennis today.
7: Yeah, sure. Look, at... was it ever easy to go to Ennis? Uh, you know, even, you know, I go back into our old time, like, it was never, never easy to go down to Ennis and get a result. So, you know, it's clear, are they nearer to Limerick than anyone else? They, they probably are, you know, and, like,.
1: You know, the, that won't be easy. Like we have to go to Ennis later on in the league, and we have to go to Welsh Park. So, you know, the three points today it have been huge for us. You know. Yeah, no doubt about it. But uh, anyway, um I suppose um, a draw. You're, 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 you're. No one is fully happy, and, and nobody is fully down. So, I suppose it's just a case of going out and building on it from here on.
7: Yeah. Like, you know, we 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 did get two chances in the last couple of minutes to to to, to nail this game, and and that to me is the reason of like, you know, at that level, you, you just got to pull the trigger, and you just got to, you know, we 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 had a great chance to go four points up, uh, Billy Ringahan to a brilliant ball, I, I you know, and that would have put us four up, but drop shot was missed, hit uh, drop shot, and it was walked up the field, and the next thing was a, a a draw game, like you know, and then we had a three at the end of it, so. Like, they're, they're, they're huge moments in, in games that are that tight, Pat, you know, and we had them chances today and we didn't take them and that's the disappointing thing about
1: Okay. Will you travel to Cork?
7: I will. Yeah, yeah, and going up to Cork, uh, um, my grandson and me said we have a plan with a good while we we go to Cork. Look, you know, I I just feel, I'd like to see Cork myself. I, you know, I felt they were very, very lucky in Munster last year but I might be wrong. Um, but you know they like you said, Pat, they were they were take back again today, so you know it's a big game now, like they will be really looking for a win next Saturday night, so look it, it, should, it should be a great game, and it's be really, really real challenge for us.
1: Okay, all right, Richie. we let you go. Thanks for that. That's Richie Power and uh, Richie giving his thoughts on today's game and uh, maybe just feeling that we let it slip a bit. All right, uh, we're on to uh, Kilkenny and Wex. We'll give you the rest of the results actually in the National Hurling League and uh, Watford uh, went up to Offaly and won 320 to 17 points and uh, Clare defeated Cork 125 to 219. Uh, Those were the other two games in Kilkenny's group and uh, then in a group, the other group, uh, it was uh, Limerick one thirty-six and Antrim 19 while um, Tipperary uh, defeated Dublin in Parnell Park yesterday, 227 to 22 points, and Galway 431 uh, to Westmeads, 12 points. While in Division 2, Leash defeated down 218 to 17 points, Meath edged out Kildare 220 to 314, while Carlo travelled to Austin Stack Park and Tralee and beat Kerry 322 to 19 points. So. Those are your Harlem results there. On to Camogie, Kilkenny played Wexford in uh, the Intermediate Camogie second round of the league there and uh, Wexford coming out on top. The Voice of the Black and Amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.
2: Kilkenny lost their second Division 2 Camogie League tie in a week. Galway beat them last weekend. When they were defeated by Wexford in Dr. Tierney Park, Reg the yesterday afternoon, by seven points. Goals in the closing stages of both halves were key to Wexford claiming those league points. Day 2 had lost their opening league game away to Clare. College and school competitions deprived Kilkenny of a number of players but it is likely that Wexford were in a similar position. Despite the 7 point margin at the finish the game was close until the 23rd minute of the second half when the visitors scored their second goal and they then went on to dominate the closing stages of the game. Wexford may have landed their first score, a Grace Roach point from 50 metres, but it was Kilkenny who dominated the early stages of the game. Ashton Prendergast and team captain Crea Langton from a free edged Kilkenny into the lead, with Afton Grace finishing to the Wexford net in five minutes, following an Ellen Gunner delivery. Wexford responded well to that Kilkenny goal with free taker Cuiva Byrne, punishing some careless play in the Kilkenny defence with supreme accuracy. With the game in injury time in the first half, Kilkenny held a two-point lead, following an Ellen Gunner pointed free. But in one final attack, Wexford corner forward Lisa Furman slipped in behind the Kilkenny defence to finish the ball to the net, to see her side lead 1-6 to 1-5 at the interval. Kilkenny struggled to build any momentum in the second half. Wexford's first touch and passing game was on a superior level to their opponents, and but for some solid defending from the home side's defence in which Rachel Brennan, Red Corker and Hannah Scott excelled, the winners would have wrapped up the game much earlier. The contest swung firmly in favour of the visitors when a long delivery landed close to Kilkenny goal in the 23rd minute. When Kilkenny failed to clear, up popped Imer Hunt to steer the ball over the line to see her side lead 2-8 to 1-7. Grace Roach, Wexford and Ciara Foskin, Kilkenny exchanged points late in the game and just as in the first half injury time, Wexford scored their third goal in the 35th minute of the second half when Imer Hunt again availed of some sloppy Kilkenny defending to score. That goal finished the scoring and saw Wexford win on a score of 3-9 to 1-8. Perhaps a little flattering, but there was no doubting that they were the better side. Kilkenny will improve in the weeks ahead as players who were unavailable yesterday return to action. Still, the team has plenty of work to do if they are to be competitive in this year's Intermediate Championship. Final score from Greg Nemanah, Wexford 3-9, Kilkenny 1-7.
1: OK, so uh, Wexford on top there and uh, Seamus Kelly who's the Kilkenny Camogie manager
2: Seamus, a, a second loss in, in, in a little over seven days you'll be disappointed with that because up to the time of the, 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 their
8: second goal really Kilkenny were well in the game Yeah, no, we were Look, we, we, we had our opportunities except uh, we've had a lot of handling errors today that Wexford seemed to capitalise on when we forced their errors they were able to regain possession we had our chances we didn't take them you know we weren't we weren't really in, intentful in the tackles either where Wexford were you know they brought a bit of physicality to it like we were in the game for periods but then we went over we went over we Wexford punished us when the chances came so look uh, Wexford were full value for the win there today yeah, the way they were moving the ball and passing it hot was a, it was a bit better than ourselves. They were more assured in how they were handling the ball, as you just said. Yeah, no, Exeter were very composed on the ball. Look, I suppose you not know, people, not many people really bother. Like this, the look, the fact with the league this year. We're trying to balance a lot of a workload here between girls playing colleges next weekend and trying to give them game time and rest them, try to give girls opportunities to put their hand up for a jersey. Our panel is far from settled just yet at the moment, but it's, it, what we're trying to find out here today is where are these players at, like, you know, and we, we thought for the first 40, we were well in it, and the last 20, we, we went out of it. So we have a lot of work to do this year. There's no question about it. It's not just going to be as simple as, repeat of last year getting to a league final and all that. But um, look, we'll go away. We'll have to reassess things, and we have three... Hard games left in the league to try and uh, get a result out of us.
2: Well, barred the last uh, kind of ten minutes or so, I thought the Defence stood up very well, but we struggled in attack. We had a decent amount of the ball, and the uh, Wexford goalie was uh, allowed to kind of catch an awful lot of balls under, not under a lot of pressure. To be honest, about
8: it. yeah, look, the things, the numbers at half time. There, the ball, we're getting the ball in. We looked dangerous. It's just um, we weren't really punishing them or pressing the keeper when she was making those errors. Like everyone knows, if the keeper drops it you come through and try to get a foot on it again to the back of the net. We weren't reactive enough. We were, you know what I mean? We, we weren't. We weren't really tuned into to what the what is if a ball drops short if a keeper drops the kind of thing you know but again that that comes with a bit of cuteness and sharpness over time
2: well we know the intermediate team want to win on their own right but they're also a developing squad for the part of senior team so i'm sure a lot of these girls would like to think that this is a pathway to getting on the senior squad at some
8: stage 100 so look some of the girls obviously came back from the seniors there you know the senior panel was was picked for the league anyway there's and there's still going to be that overlap this year just at the moment where we haven't we haven't gone with it until we give everyone a fair a fair crack at this so look um Look, myself and Chapman are going to be working very closely over the next few weeks now and trying to get some game time in some of the senior players as well that are on on the bottom end of the panel for the moment to try and uh, give them a chance to put their hands up and also for girls here to put their hand up to try and get back onto the senior panel as well. So, look, it's early doors. We're only, uh, what, first week of February at the moment. You know, we didn't get going until uh, the 10th of February last year in the first league game, so we're well ahead of ourselves. And probably the league probably maybe came a bit early for us, but still no excuse for the results either. We still have to aim to try to win everything in front of us as well, you know,
0: so... Okay, thanks for chatting. All right, Nicky, thanks very much. Chadwicks, sponsoring the Sunday Evening Talk Sport on CRKC 88.7 FM.
1: All right, and uh, just another camogie result there, and uh, it was on uh, Friday, and uh, St Patrick's Maharaj defeated uh, Loretta of Kilkenny 112 to 15 and that was in uh, the All Ireland Junior. Colleges Camogie A Semi Final, and of course uh, both schools meet again in the All Ireland Senior Camogie Semi Final. That's on on this coming um, Wednesday, four o'clock out in Dunmore, and uh, of course uh, the Leinster Colleges Senior Hurling A Final between St Kieran's College and uh, Kilkenny CBS. That goes ahead uh, in Nolan Park this coming Wednesday as well. That one is at half past two. Championship hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanaugh Bus Community Radio Kilkenny City for the people, by the people Okay, and we're going racing, Bear Scott the Dublin Racing Festival was it good or what? It was good as always it
9: was absolutely excellent it was a really (laughs) good festival again for Willie Mullins, dare I say it, Willie managed to notch three winners yesterday, the opening day, and today's eighth race card, he had five, would you believe? Now, the, the three he had yesterday weren't exactly the ones that were expected to win, but he still won them. But today, um, he did, uh, well, he managed to win with galloping in the Champ yesterday, but he had a, a three today, at least, that were more or less expected to win. Back to file in the 110, Ballyburn in the uh, 140, uh, El Fabio, I had four actually in the 210, and Stateman in the uh, 245. But sure, it was, a, it was a great meeting for a top fast race, and I have to say, Cheltenham is on the horizon, Paris, just a little over a month away, so most of these horses will not be running again until they go to the Cotswolds, and um, people will be certainly looking forward to having a lot of winners again, William Mullins, trained winners, because I think the way things are going, he could break every record that he has set over, and he has set a fair few, I have to say.
1: Right, and uh, I saw the race. with was uh, a galloping de and he uh, just uh, ran from start to finish ahead. He was. Uh, yeah, I th-
9: he- I I think it was a deliberate play. You know, I think Paul Town. There was only four runners in it, but I think they, this uh, fast or slow had uh, beaten him the last twice they met, and I think Paul was just going to go to the front and let him show what he could do, and sure, he was mighty impressive. Now. I have to say that Faster Slow also didn't lose any supporters by his run. He ran an excellent race, it's just the other fella was just that bit too good. But certainly, Faster Slow will be worth his place in the Cheltenham Gold Cup lineup, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and uh, so. What, um, what runners would you be expecting to go over there now? What ones would you be, uh, Irish horses would you be naming after this?
9: Yeah, well, well after looking, I mean, uh, what we saw yesterday, the, like I said, there the weren't always the horses. They the didn't all, uh, he didn't win all the races with the horses he was expected to win with. Of, of yesterday's run, winners, I would say that Gallop and De Champ, of course, stood out. It's hard to know what other ones that uh, you might be saying put in your Cheltenham have notebook? But certainly today's card, you would have to include the likes of Valley Bourne, who I thought was mighty impressive today in in the novice Hurl and then um, El Fabiolo, horses unbeaten over fences in the two ten. All he did was win again, win in impressive style, and. Um, uh, it'll be a brave man to back against him, winning to do my championships, and then statement. I think you know Willie had a couple of other. He had one other one in the. He had two actually in it, but in the in the Irish Champion Hurdle, he had one that was expected to put it up to statement today. But I think Paul Townend set out to prove that this guy is the best hurdle horse in Ireland, and again he did that in no uncertain fashion that's for sure Bob Ollinger ran a very good race to finish second now they're saying Bob Ollinger won't go to Cheltenham that they're going to keep him for A and 3 um, and I don't know whether uh, he he ran so well today they might be tempted they might be tempted to go for one of the longer races not to go for the champion holder, but certainly he wouldn't be out of place in Cheltenham either that's for sure
1: Okay, were well, you watching a bit of soccer today?
9: I, I was, I, just after finishing, Pat, I was looking ahead. And, you know, look, the thing about it was Liverpool haven't had too many bad days this year, but they had a bad one today. Now, whether it was the, right from the world goal, they didn't look like they were at the race, as I have to say. You know, they never really nice. hit the ground running. Mm. Arsenal, on the other hand, we're freshened up and we're in really top form and we're well worth the 3-1 win I think if Kieran Keller had been playing in goal for Liverpool today he just might have got something out of the match because for once Mr Uh, Alison Becker had a disaster two of the goals he should have done a lot. he actually handed him one of them and the other one At the end of 11, I don't know, they were were very poor today Liverpool for whatever reason. But it it makes the the Premiership race all the tighter because there's no doubt doubt on today's form Arsenal are back in the mix, that's for sure.
1: Okay, and everything is uh, light and rosy in Manchester United again.
9: well, it's a man 10-hack would speak sleep a little easier tonight, I think. 3-0 you
1: know? <laughs> winners over West Ham. <laughs>
9: yeah. Yeah, 3-0. Uh, but anyway, the, the funny thing about it, I was just looking at the table There, we're looking at the sixth in the table, you know. As, as bad as they've been, they're they're not doing too bad in their favourite position, you know.
1: Right, and Wolves going to Stamford Bridge and hitting four, winning four too.
9: Oh, I I, I think Mr. Mourinho could end up back in Stamford Bridge (laughs) because he's on the loose, he's on the loose, And, and I think anybody would do a better job than Pochettino is doing there. He's doing a terrible job.
1: Yeah, you're not happy with him there, no? No, I just think they're too...
9: I don't know who said it earlier on. They're too easy to play against, and that's for sure. They play every game as, as, as a friendly. Now some <laughs> days they do, they do uh, well and score, and you know they, they have some excellent footballers. But they needed a, a Chopper Harris or <laughs> a couple of these lads, you know, in in the mix, and they haven't got them.
1: They're a bit dandy, are they? Ah uh, yeah. You know. Okay. All right, Barry. Thanks for that. God bless, Fad. Take care. Okay, that's Barry Scott there, and uh, looking at the race and, and a bit of soccer. And what about local soccer?
0: BTW, Lockboy Industrial Estate sponsors Kilkenny Junior Soccer on Community Radio, Kilkenny City.
1: Now the Kilkenny District League Premier Division uh, Dean Celtic 1, Freebooters 4 Highview Athletic 3 Clover United 6 And in Division 1 River Rangers 3, Evergreen C 1 In Division 2 It was River Rangers B They scored 3 And Thomastown B also hit 3 3 all there Highview Athletic B 2 Dean Celtic B 1 And St John's Nil East End 3 the Leinster Senior Cup oh well that saw Evergreen defeat Wexford Youth's 5-0 great win there for Evergreen and in the Women's Interleague Kilkenny defeated EWFL under-19 team 3-0 so, good results there uh, for uh, the women's interleague team. So, that's the local results in uh, soccer.
0: BTW.ie sponsors coverage of the Kilkenny and District League on Community Radio, Kilkenny City.
1: All right, and uh, in rugby in the Provincial Towns Cup, well, uh, that was a win for Kilkenny over Clondalkin, and a fairly handsome win it was, 60 points to 5. Um, in handball the under-19 All-Ireland handball final is going to be an All-Kilkenny affair as Kyle Jordan of Kilfane will take on Noah Minogue of O'Loughlin Gales of O'Loughlins maybe I shouldn't be saying seeing how Noah plays Harlan with uh, James Stevens. so I wonder has he an identity crisis there anyway uh, he's in the final against Kyle Jordan of uh, Kilfane and uh, in Comoge Dixborough under 22 team, uh, well, they have won the under 22A title as they've beaten Thomastown 113 to 27, a single goal in it the there. And uh, some uh, GA results uh, here locally from the weekend in football. The JJ Cavanagh Sun Senior Football League, the, and uh, this was uh, James Stevens uh, won 5 0, oh, Gales 4 points, senior football there, and Railyard 10 points, uh, Aaron Zone 6 points. And uh, Kilmagani 3 3, Mulnavat 2 3. So uh, in the junior football, then, young Ireland's, uh, they lost out to Bensbridge 3 8 to 1 8. And uh, yeah, that was uh, up to date on all those, yeah. And uh, just looking at, uh, yeah, give you the inter schools. Uh, Junior Camogie All-Ireland semi-final, St. Patrick's Marel won 12 and Loretta Kilkenny won 5. And so that's uh, the local results there in uh, GA. Speaking of GA, there's been plenty of talk about uh, academies and pathways and all the rest. Well, uh, Michael Fenley, uh, he presented, uh, uh, made a very good presentation to uh, the clubs and the county board and all the rest at the weekend. Uh, last Monday it was and uh, afterwards uh, he spoke to Nicky Brennan
2: Michael Fellney, the launch of Nakato tonight, the Kilkenny J Academy, you've been involved you know, for six or seven months there has been immense amount of work involved in, in bringing the whole process to this stage and that was evident tonight in the presentation.
10: Yeah, without a doubt Nicky look, it was, I suppose before I started I was probably thinking a lot of this stuff during the summer and maybe how we could do things and change things and I think everyone knew you know, in Kilkenny that things needed to, to change and look, I could have sat, sat on my laurels and took it easy for the first six months and got to grips with the role but I said here look, this needs to be revamped and we need to put resources. And behind it, and to be honest, like I, I had ideas and different things, but the likes of Brian Ryan and Sean Kelly have been instrumental in terms of the practical things of landing this and what works, what doesn't work. So it was a constant communication, collaboration between between the three. Of us to be honest, about how all this will actually work, and I think we landed quite well with what we have. And like we don't only have sports for players, but also the parents are key to this, and we want to support them along the pathway as well and create more awareness and create more education for them. So you saw probably a lot of resources there. Some was on health and well-being, some on the psychological side of things. We left 300 odd players within our system and we need to look after them as best as we can both on and off the field
2: Now you place a lot of emphasis tonight on the whole area of standards and values and trying to get parents to understand what they mean in the context of Kilkenny because they are important you might just refer to those briefly Michael because I think it's important listeners understand that while it's about getting the ball between the posts ultimately at the end of the day but to do that involves a, a long process to get to that stage
10: yeah, exactly, Nicky. Look, we've a really good culture in Kilkenny, without a doubt. And as I mentioned earlier, it's very imp- implicit, I suppose. It's, we don't talk too much about it and we don't have it on walls and bits and pieces. It's a strong culture, uh, without a shadow of a doubt. But for me, I suppose, what I did, instead of being, you know, this is Michael Fenley's standards of values, I sent out a survey and again, had a huge response from the current Kilkenny senior players, which was great. And even messages came through from the lads, even tonight, saying they couldn't make it. And if there was a few here tonight, so there's huge interest from them. Former players as well, again, put a hand on it too. And then obviously, we've previous coaching staff, current coaching staff as well. Um, giving their input and it basically collated all that, all that together looked at I suppose the, the analysis and we came up with this and it was a six standards and four values and as some of the young boys alluded to today the values are what's really important and we know work rate is huge for Kilkenny we know the spirit of the togetherness that Brian Cody would always talk about like that's key for these boys to be aware of as well the humility with the no ego side of it and the last part then of the value is the respect in the jersey and these boys are very much unique they're very lucky to be in with our academies and they, and they probably need to respect that and I think from tonight they'll understand that a bit more even though they'll know a bit about it but now they have more clarity of what's expected and as I said as well like the last couple of weeks we've done a couple of different sessions with our players and the attitude is so important and it's been really good so far Nicky like it really has and the coaches are looking out for that straight away and that's the number one there uh, attitude for a standard that we're looking for so so yeah look hopefully this will help with players and and the parents give more information more clarity and what's expected to be a Kilkenny hurler and we're we're very proud county and I think if we can live some of these standards and and, and values over time, especially with our younger players well then we're going the right direction.
2: Now of course we had a lot of parents here tonight, there was over 600 in the audience and for many parents this was probably their first experience of being given this sort of knowledge and understanding about what it takes to become a top class inter-county player. Now we know a lot of the players might not are not going to make it but let's hope they go back to their clubs as better club players.
10: Yeah look that that's key Nicky, my second slide was a healthy club, a healthy school will basically equate to uh, um, healthy inter-county teams and that's the truth of it and if these players leave our academy, whenever that is I'm hoping it's a positive experience where they've actually learned about maybe tactical awareness, they've learned about maybe this, the, the, you know, the speed of training and how we train and the intensity and learn these things and bring them back then to the club and I think that will happen and it'll happen naturally over time, now this is not something that's going to be we're not going to see results ASAP, it'll take time it'll take months, it'll take years to be honest for it to really embed, but definitely the club will be, will be the winner and even that's why we have 90 within our academies on under 14 again just, just casting the net out nice and wide and giving these players a chance to develop over the next number of months and as you said, it'll have a positive knock-on effect not only in the clubs, but also in the schools.
2: I think there was an honesty about your presentation as well and you've just alluded to there. Success is not going to come overnight and for some players they might not get on that well, maybe it's under 14, but that doesn't mean they're going to be lost to the system. They will constantly be evaluated through the, the club competition programme and all of that. So it, this is going to take time and I think any supporter should realise that it'll take a, perhaps a couple of years to see the end results here where uh, we're winning championships in All-Irelands
10: yeah look without a doubt for, for our impact it will take years we'll have some short term results medium and, and long term but again we are looking more at the long term and, and what's really important is that the environment is key Nicky if we can create the, the right environment and make it sustainable well then we have something like that is my job that's our coaching leads jobs and it's our manager's job to create the right environment a healthy environment where players are challenged where they're learning where they're developing and if we get that right well then the output could be results if we're good enough we, we will win but if the environment is not right it's a waste of time uh, no, you
2: lot of coaches in as well there's over 50 coaches involved there and they themselves are going through an extensive training program as well they're not just coming in from the clubs and just being put into a field they're being trained in the in the whole new methodology of developing young athletes
10: yeah look, without a doubt there's a huge appetite from the coaches we, we've close to 50 and they have a massive appetite for for, for knowledge massive appetite for learning and again we've, we've seen you know just real positive feedback from them in terms of what they're seeing and we need consistency uh, Nicky between our 14s, 15s, 16s and on to minor like what Niall Bergen would love to have is 60 players like an army nearly coming into him and he having a real headache to actually try and pick a panel and that, that's, that's the key goal for me to have a strong cohort coming through and that will take a period of time but the academy coaches are having excellent so far and there are they're young, a lot of young guys there too. A lot of guys with experience as well. School teachers, school principals. So yeah, really good cohort. They're really happy with that. And 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 as I said, once we get the environment right, well then we have a chance.
1: And that was uh, Michael fenley there talking about uh, the the launch there of uh, the academy. And uh, one of those. Um, uh, coaches is Liam Lacey and he's involved with Abbey College who have been making great strides in recent uh, times at hurling down uh, there in uh, Sleabrew on the Waterford border.
5: So We, we have, like I suppose, we, we've
7: always tried to develop as best we could really and that's our overall aim, you know, player development and keeping going as, as long as possible and as best as possible, you know, and as many of those as well. So, well, the, recently we did win the Leinster um, Junior Colleges title, the C title and going back up to to compete and be again next year which is you know a big thing for the school again you know Um, so we've huge help I suppose in that with Michal Shield from Venice Bridges in with us this year and actually a Limerick man John Richardson was over that team with him as well and the boys have done great work with them you know they're a a great crop um, and I suppose a rising tide lifts all boats so it's a great you know, it's it, it's a great stepping stone for them, really. You know, to to win Leinster title and to go on and hurl at a higher level again. So it's it's a great buzz around the school from it, really. Um, Pat, you know, and they beat uh, St Paul's and Clontarf there two weeks ago. So it's um yeah, it's it, it's it's a great achievement. And as I said, it it's boosts the clubs around the place as well because you know you can see them promoting it and their own players looking at their own players that are.